This is Jeffrey Kerr. I thought I'd take this moment to let you all know how I've been doing during this time of the COVID-19 crisis. For one, I've been feeling pretty healthy and haven't felt ill at all. Yet. Though I have been spending every single day at home, given how risky it is to go out to public places for the time being. Plus, in my regular job, I work at a local movie theater that is now closed until further notice. In the meantime, I have been coming up with different ways of keeping myself occupied. Like, I've been catching up on films I've never seen before on different streaming services such as Amazon Prime, Criterion Channel, HBO Go... Hulu, Netflix, and Pluto TV. Some of the most notable ones so far have been 1969's Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, 1967's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, 1966's The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, 1960's Inherits the Wind, 1952's Come Back Little Sheba, 1955's The Rose Tattoo, 1967's Cool Hand Luke, 1966's Alfie, and 1965's A Patch of Blue. I've also caught up with four previous Oscar winners for Best Picture, which are 1947's Gentleman's Agreement, 1946's The Best Years of Our Lives, 1944's Going My Way, and 1945's The Lost Weekend. I have now seen about 78 out of the 92 Best Picture winners, and there are only 14 more to go for me. Just last month, I got a new home theater projector installed at my house where it shows such stunning 4K resolution. I've already watched quite a number of different movies on it, two of which I'd like to shine a light on since both of them have just been released on DVD and Blu-ray. First up is Greta Gerwig's 2019 Oscar-winning adaptation of Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. I'm not too familiar with the story of Little Women. I've never read the original novel, though I have seen both the 1994 version and a local production of the 2005 Tony-nominated stage musical adaptation years ago. Yet I was completely won over by Greta Gerwig's fresh interpretation of this classic story. Much has been talked about with the unconventional narrative, but I think those familiar with the plot will still find surprises along the way. I should also add that the one aspect of the story that resonates with me more now is the character of Joe March leaving her home to make a career out of writing, then coming back to reunite with her family. I'm someone who relocated down south several years ago to go to college, and I've been able to find a niche for writing myself. Not to mention that having gone back up to my area of origin quite a number of times to visit my extended family, I now know what it must have felt like for Joe. And Saoirse Ronan is perfect casting as Joe March. She continues to be one of the best actresses of our generation. And it's such a shame that this movie didn't receive a SAG Ensemble nomination because it's such an excellent ensemble piece where many members of the casket is shine, especially Chris Cooper, Tracy Letts, Bob Odenkirk, and Meryl Streep. As for why it didn't get a SAG Ensemble nomination, I guess you can blame it more on the fact that it was a late release, and a number of members of SAG probably didn't even get to see it in time. But overall, I found this latest big screen adaptation of Louisa May Alcott's Little Woman to be so joyful and very moving. It also proves that Lady Bird was no fluke, because Greta Gerwig has proven to be one of the most talented writer-directors working today. The other film is the 2019 Oscar-nominated biographical movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. 
Director Mariel Heller very cleverly approaches the story in the framework of an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers is just as perfect casting as it sounds on paper, as he absolutely embodies the man himself, though the main character, played by Matthew Reese, and his performance as that character should not be overlooked, as he goes on quite a character arc throughout the film involving his estranged relationship with his father, played by... Chris Cooper. Yeah, apparently both movies I chose to talk about have Chris Cooper in a sporting role. But overall, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is a great feel-good movie with a great message, and it never enters into schmaltzy territory, not once. I also think it's a great companion to the 2018 documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? For those who haven't seen either one of these films yet... Now is definitely a great time to catch up, as they're both available to rent on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Lastly, I would like to share with you something that happened to me within this past week. I recently had a conversation with someone on Twitter about a certain somebody who was going to be a guest on a podcast. The former person said, I'm ready for some hot takes from the latter in this discussion will be nameless. I almost always disagree with her, but at least she's opinionated. I wrote a reply saying, yeah, she can be so obnoxious. Then I got a reply saying, but aren't we all on film Twitter? My response to that was, no, I can think of hundreds of people on film Twitter who are much nicer than her. But then the podcast's Twitter account took note of the conversation and said, why are you saying this publicly? You know I can see this, right? You're the one being obnoxious here. Let me say right away that I did not mean to come across like that. It's always tricky to type down a person's thoughts as opposed to literally saying them with your own voice. If the latter was the case, I'd be mentioning that comment in a nice tone. If Twitter had an edit button, I'd be excluding the podcast from the conversation. To hopefully make things better, I deleted the two tweets with my brutally honest thoughts on the guest. I'd like to let all of you listening know that I'm a very nice person, even when I'm not recording an episode of my own show, because you gotta be yourself when providing entertainment. If I want to express something that isn't very nice, I always try my best to do so in a tone that doesn't come across as me being mean, but in a more laid-back sort of way. I know the old saying goes that if you don't have anything nice to say, then you shouldn't be saying it at all. Personally, what really matters to me is that I tell the truth regardless of whether it's nice or not. Even if it isn't, well, sometimes the truth hurts. But once again, while I am a nice guy who may not always have some nice things to say, I at least try to do so in a nice manner. So that pretty much does it for this update on how I've been doing. I hope you're all doing okay during this time of the COVID-19 crisis. Please remember to stay safe, healthy, and... Oh, turn the page, wash your hands. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. Feel free to rate and or review this show on iTunes. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.com. You can also find it on Twitter at Care Reviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all later.